Praise the Lord and welcome to Time with the Youth. My name is Samukwam Bodu. It's a pleasure to be with you always. I want to thank you all for always watching Time with the Youth and those who had time and wish me a happy birthday. May God bless you and always listening to Time with the Youth. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you, we give you praise, we give you glory. We thank you for the opportunity for us to come before you, to listen to you. We pray that, Lord, may you speak to us, may you encourage us, may you empower us in these difficult times and perilous times that we find ourselves. Lord, have your way and speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for always watching Time with the Youth. It's a privilege to always be with you. Tonight, by God's grace and His mercies, the topic that He has laid on our hearts to talk about is entitled, Don't be equally yoked. Don't be equally yoked. And when I say don't be equally yoked, Specifically, don't be equally yoked with unbelievers. Don't be equally yoked with unbelievers. My brother and my sister, the times that we find ourselves in today is very difficult. Very, very difficult. People are compromising their values. People are compromising their faith just to survive people are compromising a lot of things just to survive I don't know what you're going through and I don't know what kind of challenges you are facing but one thing that I know is that the God that we serve is faithful to deliver us from every problem he's faithful to watch over us and take care of us. He is faithful to do whatever is on our heart if we only walk according to his will. And tonight the topic is that we shouldn't be equally yoked with unbelievers. Hallelujah. Our scripture is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 to 18. The Bible says, I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, Do not be equally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belia? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. 
Therefore, come out from among them and be separated and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. The topic that we are discussing tonight is that we shouldn't be equally yoked with unbelievers. As I said from the beginning, because of the hardship and difficult time that we find ourselves today, many people are lowering their standard. Many people are in agreement with unbelievers, with people that they wouldn't have been in agreement with, just to survive, just to make ends meet. But our Savior Jesus Christ, through his servant Paul, is telling us that we shouldn't be equally yoked. We shouldn't be equally yoked with unbelievers. Hallelujah. And I want us to define the word yoke in the biblical term. When we say something is yoked, it says that a well-known implement of husbandry frequently used metaphorically for subjection. So the whole mindset of yoked means that you are subject to something. You are under something. You are subject to something. A yoke represents usually a bondage or something that you are under. You can't take yourself out. Normally, a yoke is defined to be fitted on the neck of an oxen for the purpose of binding them together by which they might draw the plow. So, a yoke in a physical term is putting two oxen together or two cows together with a wooden, I mean, wood so that it will bind them together so that they can walk together so that they can plow together. So it is something that it's put together to join two people so that they can do things together. So they are subjected to each other. Essentially, a yoke was a harness used by oxen, as I said, and other animals to ease the work of howling a load. It was also meant as a designation for servitude and carrying the burden of a tax or a mission. So it is something that has been given so that there is an expected end. So the two of them come together and decide to do what? To do this together. 
Hallelujah. Now, Jesus says something in Matthew chapter 11, verse 29. He said, Take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you. And what Jesus meant was that we are to submit ourselves to him every day in every way. As I said, a yoke was made of wood, handcraft, to fit the neck and shoulders of the animal to prevent pain or discomfort. In ancient culture, the yoke was a term that was used to describe submission. So when someone described as being yoked with someone, all it represents is that the idea that he or she is or was in submission to that person or that thing. So what I'm saying all is that in the olden days, the term yoked meant that somebody is submissive or is under submission to somebody or something. So in its effect, when the Bible says we shouldn't be yoked with unbelievers, it means that we shouldn't be submissive or we shouldn't submit ourselves to unbelievers. But because of the times that we are in today, because of the hardship that we are in today, because of the difficulties that we are in today, people are submitting to other things just to survive. People are submitting to, I mean, witches, other spirits, submitting to unbelievers, submitting to things that they would not submit to just because they want to survive. Hallelujah. And people are submitting to sleeping with ladies, sleeping with men, sleeping with all kinds of animals, doing all sorts of things because times are hard. My brother and my sister, God is speaking to us that even in the difficult times, we shouldn't be yoked with unbelievers. Churches are submitting to other kinds of, I mean, strategies to, to grow their church other than relying on the Holy Spirit. Families, businesses are relying on other steps instead of relying on Christ instead of relying on the foundation and the altar of our faith, which is G- who is Jesus Christ. People have come to submit to things, demons, all because they want their church, their ministry, their business to grow. My brothers and my sisters, God is speaking to me and you that we should not be equally yoked with unbelievers. The fact that somebody is doing something and is working doesn't mean that that is the way that is good. Recently, 
I was teaching on there is a way that seems right to a man. That in the end, it ends in death. Because of the hardship, because of the difficulties that people are going through, they are submitting themselves to other things. God is speaking to me and you that we shouldn't submit. We shouldn't be equally yoked with unbelievers because it will not lead us anywhere. Hallelujah. Now, in the Old Testament, God reminded his people only, only to marry other believers several times. Several times. Because he knows that in marriage, you are submitted to each other. And so, Moses received the Ten Commandments from God. When God gave the Ten Commandments on tablets the second time, he reminded Moses not to intermarry with foreign wives. And we can see this in Exodus chapter 33, verse 15 and 16. He says that you must not make a treaty of any kind with the people living in the land. They lust after their gods, offering sacrifices to them. They will invite you to join them in their sacrificial meal and you will go with them. Then you will accept their daughters who sacrifice to other gods as wives for your sons and they will seduce your sons to commit adultery against being against me by worshiping other gods so this is a command from our god to moses that they shouldn't intermarry they shouldn't have anything to do with unbelievers with the kind of people who did not believe in him that is almighty god because they would draw them seduce them into doing what worshiping other gods hallelujah now in the same old testament deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 3 and 4 the bible says that you must not intermarry with them do not let your daughters and sons marry their sons and daughters for they will lead your children away from me to worship other gods then the anger of the lord will burn against you and he will quickly destroy you and in this instant God is really telling his people that don't intermarry because they will lead you away from me. The reason why we must not be yoked with unbelievers, we'll get there. But mainly it's because God doesn't want us to 
worship other gods. As a believer, as a Christian, we must worship the true God. And he says that when we submit, for example, you are worshiping God and you see that things are not moving on well for you. So you submit yourself to other things, other strategies. The, the end result is that you are going to what? Believe the second person or the second entity who helped you out of that situation more than the first one. And you are going to worship him or her or that deity. Hallelujah. And so God is telling me and you that even though we are going through difficult times, even though you are waiting for the right person to marry, but the person is not coming, don't say because I am burning with desires, my, I can't control my lustful desires, so let me just stick with anybody. Let me just stick with this man that will come into my life. No. Or this woman that will come to my life. No. You have to wait on God and trust that God will bring the right person. God will bring the right business partner. God will bring the right strategy through the power of the Holy Spirit for your church. God will bring the right person for your marriage. But the moment you give in, then it means that you are what? Believing in other gods. Hallelujah. It says that you must not intermarry with them. Do not let your daughters and sons marry their sons and daughters. For they will lead your children away from me to worship other gods. The same Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 6. He said, For you are a holy people who belong to the Lord your God. Of all the people on the earth, the Lord your God has chosen you to be his own special treasure. My brother and my sister, God has chosen us for a reason. And he doesn't want us to be choked with other believers or other I mean people who believe in other gods who believe in other things who believe in strange demonic things God wants us to believe in him now the first reason why we must not be equally yoked with unbelievers is because Light and darkness cannot live together. My brother and my sister, this is a profound statement that I want to make. Light and darkness cannot live together. The Bible says in the second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 40, it says that. I'm reading from the NLT. It says, Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. 
whether in your workplace, everywhere you find yourself, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. And he continues to say, how can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? My brother, my sister, there are so many, I mean, deception in the world. Just because people want to make ends meet. A worldly musician and a gospel Christ-centered musician are teaming up. Why? Why? The reason they give is that they want to win them. You don't win somebody. God is the one who does the repentance through the power of the Holy Spirit. Our work is to go out there and speak Christ to them. It is the Holy Spirit that convicts them unto repentance. And so you don't make the effort and say that I am going to win this person. No. The Bible is saying that what, I mean, we shouldn't team up with unbelievers. Somebody, I mean, I should, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be friends. We are, you are, it can be friends. I mean, you, 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 you can't win somebody if the person is not your friend, if you don't get close to the person. But we shouldn't team up with them. When they say team up, it means that you are doing things together with them. You are working with them. No. And when I see believers, I mean, doing singing with unbelievers, doing all kinds of things, because you don't know where that person gets his strength from. You don't know his source of power. Your source of power is Christ. But you don't know what source of power the person is what bringing to you. That's why God specifically told the Israelites that do not intermarry. Have nothing to do with them. My brother, my sister, I don't know what business you are in. I don't know what kind of thing you are doing. But I want to encourage all of us that whatever we are doing, we shouldn't do it with unbelievers. We shouldn't team up with unbelievers. Now you see all kinds of things going on in the social media space, all because they want to make money, they want to make fame. So Christians are teaming up with unbelievers, doing things together, just because they think that we have to be one. No, the Bible is specifically saying that darkness and light does not live together. You don't team up. And when they're living together, it means that you are sharing things together. You are doing things together. No. My brother and my sister, God is speaking to us. We shouldn't team up. We shouldn't work with them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
it may sound a very hard message, but that is the honest truth. Don't team up. Even as a businessman, know the kind of person you work with. You don't work with anybody. You don't, you don't do business with anybody. No. No. My brothers and my sisters, God is speaking to us. You don't work for anybody. You don't say, because times are hard, this person has given me a job, so I, I cannot turn it down. No, you can turn it down because the Bible specifically says that there is no teamwork with light and darkness. There is no teamwork. There is no teamwork. I don't know what you are going through, but I know that the God that we serve is able to provide for you. Whatever business you are doing, whatever thing that you are doing in your marriage, in your church, whatever thing that you are, you are doing right now, the Bible is encouraging us and exhorting us that we shouldn't be yoked with unbelievers. We shouldn't do it with unbelievers. We shouldn't work with them. This message will continue next week 